0: Shalom to all! Today's daf is Erevin Nun Ches. We are starting Nun Zayin Omebez at the bottom with a brand new Mishnah. Today's daf is sponsored, B'chos Shmuel HaLevi Ben Bracha. He and his family should be blessed with a year of Hatzlacha, Nachas, and good health. And now this Mishnah is going to teach us how we actually go out and physically measure the Tchum. The Mishnah says we don't measure the Tchom non ama with a rope of 50 Ammas, Not any shorter and not any longer. El and the people measuring the Tchom only place the rope opposite their hearts, meaning at chest level. If one person places it at his feet and the other places it at his neck, so then we're going to be losing out on some of the Tchom. So it's held at a straight line in between the two people's chests. And the Mishnah continues. Let's say they're measuring guy and they reach a valley, some sort of ditch, some sort of canal, or there, or to a fence, which Rashi says is really a stone wall that had fallen over and now it's just a big pile of stones. They swallow it up and they go back to the regular measurement. What does this mean to be it? to span it or to swallow it up? Meaning they don't actually measure the distance of the slope when it goes up or down. They simply place their 50 yama rope over this area. If they're trying to span a valley, then one person stands on one side, the other person stands on the other side, and they hold it opposite their chest. If they're spanning this mound of stones, then they ensure that their rope is able to clear the height of this mound of stones. And then again, they just stretch their 50 armor rope across it and that's the way they measure it. And the mission continues, let's say they reach some sort of mountain or very large hill, they do the same thing, they just span it, they absorb this whole thing inside their measurement and then they go back to their measurement. But continues the mission on the top, when they're being either a valley or a hill, they have to make sure that they don't go outside the Tchum. Now what does this mean? Now let's say the city itself is our whole area of Gemara. So they're measuring out the northern part of the city. So the little space, in between the Gemara and Rashi and Taisvis is going to be the flat area outside the city. And then all of a sudden, they hit the four lines of Rashi and Taisvis. And that is, let's say, some big valley. And they're not able to span the entire area because it's wider than 50 Amis where they are. But if they went to the left, let's say towards Taisvis, and they walked all the way to the end of Taisvis, it would get narrower over there, 50 amos over there. So they would be allowed to measure the 50 amos over there. However, what the mission is telling us now is that that's not allowed to be outside the Tchum. If the area where this valley narrows to fifty amas width is outside of the tchum, it's more than two thousand amas out. Then they are not allowed to go that distance to measure it, and they have to measure it a different way. How do they measure it? Continues the Mishnah. If they're not able to span it because it's too wide, in this case, of says the number of Meir heard b'harim that we make a hole through the mountain. Meaning we're not actually going to make a hole through the mountain. It just means theoretically we make a hole through the mountain and place a rope right through it. So this means that instead of measuring the slope of the mountain, again, if we measure the slope of the mountain or of the valley, we're going to lose out on some of our tchum. We're not going to be measuring the slope. We're going to measure it in a way that we don't lose out on the slope. And it's as if we're actually making a hole through the mountain and placing a rope right through it. How do we actually do this measurement of the makadr baharim ki'ilu making a hole through the mountain? So let's say we're measuring a mountain, but the same thing applies if we're measuring a valley also. We have two people and they're holding rope of four amas, not 50 amas, but four amas, One person standing at the base of the mountain holds the rope opposite his chest and then the next person stretches the rope out in a straight line and that second person is walking a little bit up this mountain and he holds it by his feet so it's in a straight line. Now they mark that spot where the second person is standing. He now picks the rope up and holds it opposite his chest. And the first person walks in front of him and now places the rope at his feet. And we constantly go up this. One person who's standing at the bottom, he holds it at his chest. The next person who's standing above him holds it at his feet. And they keep on going up the mountain like this, kind of drawing steps. And that way, they save space. As opposed to laying the rope on the mountain itself, going up the slope, they would lose out on a lot of space like that. They measure it this way, kind of in the step formation, and that's called being makader Baharam. Now the Gemara says, Munanimili, emili." How do we know that we use a rope of fifty amas? Amrav Hudam Rav Merav, Damer Kalla. says, "Ayrecha Khatzer, The length of the Khatzer, the Mishkan was mea ba'ame, was a hundred ames. and its width chamishim b'chamishim was fifty by fifty. amra Ratah, the Torah is telling us, shel chamishim ame medayid." We use a rope of fifty amas to measure the area of the chatzar. The Gemara says, "Ha'emi ba'alei." We need this pasuk for a different Joshua. Lito chamishim, mula sav chamishim, to take the extra fifty ames that the chatzar was widthwise over its length and spread it around. The entire area of the chater. We already described this at length on Dav Gimel. The Gemara says in Cain. If we're going to need a pasuk for that, Leimukar the pasuk Shedarja said Chamishim 50 50 My Why do we say fifty with fifty? Shamishim and Atarti. We learn from here both drashas. And the mission said Pachas The rope has to be fifty amos exactly, not shorter or longer. And now the Gemara says Tana Pachas. It's not allowed to be shorter than fifty amos. Bnei Shemarbe because they can stretch it really tight and they're going to actually elongate it to longer than its actual shear, and then they're going to end up measuring. Measuring more than the actual and below yaser, the rope is not allowed to be longer than fifty amos. Because the rope is going to be much heavier now that it's much longer, it's going to sag in the middle, and they're not going to measure the proper tchum Shabbos. And what's the rope made out of? We only measure with rope made out of afsakima. What is that? It's nargila. What's that? It's a rope made from one vine growing around the palm tree. Some say what is that? Or is? There's nothing better for measurement other than chains of iron. So what are we supposed to do? And in his hand was a rope used for measuring. So we see that you're supposed to use a rope for measuring and not chains of iron. As the it says in a different Pesach, And in the man's hand was a stick used for measuring. So we see that we use a stick and not a rope. says, That's talking about when we're measuring gates. However, when we're measuring long distances, then we would use a rope. And Tanry of if we have another opinion of what type of rope was used, Shleish Khafalam, there's three types of ropes. Shel Magog, made out of reeds, Vishall Netzer, made out of peeled willow, Vishalpishtun, and made out of flax. Shel a reed rope is lapara, it was used for the paraduma. Did not we have a Mishnah. Kaftua Bhechavalha Magog. They would tie the Paraduma after it was shechted with his reed rope, and they would place it on top of its pile of wood. The reason why we do this is because a reed rope is not able to be makabutoma, and we have to ensure to the best of our ability that the paraduma does become Shal nitzarim this willow rope lesaida that was used for Saita. Then the we have a mishnah of Achakach. and afterwards, meaning part of this procedure of the saida, may they would take this chavelamitzri v'kasher l'mal they would tie it above her breast to ensure that her dress does not fall down, and they would use this rope for that. And shall peshton what about a flax rope that type of rope is used for measuring the tchum shabbos. So we see yet another sheita of what type of rope was used for measuring the tchum shabbos. And now getting a little more detail, the mishnah said Let's say he's measuring and it comes up to some sort of irregularity in the ground and now the Gemara says from the fact that our Mishnah says he goes back to his measurement so it seems like he went out of the normal line that he was measuring in and implies them that if he's not able to span this area because if he came up to an area that's more than 50 yamas wide he goes to a place where he's able to span it and then he spans it over there and he looks to opposite the place where he had originally finished his measurement and then he goes back to measuring it from there what's going on over here let's take our Gemara as our city again, and now we're measuring it out of the southern part of the city. So take the area in between Rashi and Taisvis, and he's measuring along this straight line. And all of a sudden, as he's going down this line, he all of a sudden hits Taisvis, because we see that Taisvis blocks his path from getting down to the bottom of the Gemara. And that area by Taisvis is more than 50 Amas. But if he would walk towards the right underneath where Rashi is, and we see that little narrow space in between the Geisvitz Unum and Teisvitz, he's able to span it over there. Because let's say over there, it's narrower than 50 Amas. So he would go out of this line that he was previously measuring in, he would span this gap over there, and then he would walk back underneath Taisfes, to where he's technically in line, to where he was previously measuring, and then he would continue measuring from there. That's his lushan of Chayzer Midasai. He goes back to where he was measuring originally. He has to be Tsaifei. He has to kind of evaluate where he was. He doesn't know precisely where he was. He evaluates where he was, and then he continues measuring from there in a straight line from the city. And now the Gemara says, We have very clearly in abrasa that which we've just taught in our Mishnah. What does the B'risa say? Let's say he's measuring and the measurement comes up to a valley and if he's able to span it with his rope of 50 amas, then he does so of And if not, he goes to a place where he's able to span it, where it's narrower than 50, and then he spans it, and he looks and he estimates to where he was measuring originally, and he goes back to his original measurement. So we see very clearly from this B'risa what we just learned that out of an inference for our Mishnah. And now this brass continues. Let's say this valley is is bent, meaning it's curving around a lot of the city. Let's say he's measuring out of the northern part of the city, and he's unable to span 50 amas right in front of him. So he starts moving towards the side, and he's moving so much towards the side, he actually now gets towards, let's say, the western part of the city. He started measuring out of the northern part, and he started moving so much towards the side, now he's actually measuring out of the other side of the city. So that's not a proper way to measure. So what do we do over there? So that's why the Baiso says, in this case, he's going to measure by way of being whether he's going up a hill or down into the valley. And the rising continues. Let's say he reaches a wall. We don't say that we should make a hole in the wall, so to speak. He just estimates how wide the wall is, and then he continues measuring from the other side. That he has to absorb it. How do you absorb it? You place a very tall pole on both sides of this wall, and then you place your 50 ama rope across the top of the wall. So we don't just estimate the size of the wall. We actually have to know exactly how thick this wall is. The Gemara answers no and gives us a difference of when we're going to be mavliya, meaning we're actually going to use our rope, or when we're going to estimate the size of this thing in front of us. Hasam over there, it's very easy to measure it by way of the rope. over here, la It's not easy to measure it by way of using the rope because let's say this wall is very tall and therefore we're not able to get two very, very tall poles to stretch our rope out over the top of this wall. Therefore, we just estimate the width of this wall and then continue measuring from the other side of it. And now we're gonna have a qualification of when we actually measure by way of being Makadir. Amr Yehuda, Amr Schmuel. we're only gonna measure by way of being Makadir. Al Sha'id is Yarkonnedo. If the Chotamashkal is literally the string that has the weight on it doesn't go down opposite it. But on the top. If the string that has the weight goes down straight opposite Medida Yafa, then we're gonna measure a normal measurement. Now what does that mean over here? Let's say we're measuring a slope into a valley. If that slope into the valley, meaning the wall of the valley, is so steep that we can take the chot ha and it can be straight down onto the floor of the valley, then we're not gonna count the slope of the wall because it's too steep and we're just gonna measure the floor of the valley itself. Now what is this chot When people would build buildings and they wanna know if their wall was straight or not, they would take a rope. At the end of this rope, there was a long string. At the bottom of the string, there was a very heavy weight. Kind of like a fishing rod. Now this heavy weight would pull the string straight down. So if by holding out this pole, which is four Amas long, this string goes all the way straight down, and it doesn't hit the wall leading into the valley, it actually just hits the floor of the valley, that means that the wall leading into the valley is so steep, it's too steep to measure. Therefore, we're not going to measure that wall leading into the valley, we're just going to measure the floor of the valley itself, or we're going to ignore whatever slope the wall of the valley is. And now the is going to ask about spanning a 50 ama valley. Vakama Amkishal guy, how deep is this value allowed to be? It might be fifty amas across, but how deep is it allowed to be? Am Alpaim. It's only allowed to be two thousand amas deep. Abay Abay asks on him Amek If it's hundred deep and fifty wide Mavliyai, then you're allowed to span it. If not, a you're not allowed to do that. So we see very clearly from this bride, so it's not allowed to be two thousand amas deep. It's only allowed to be hundred ammas deep. "Who He holds like a cherim. cherim. He says, "Afilu Even if it's two thousand deep and fifty wide we're allowed to span it with our rope of fifty. says, "Ikad There's a different. Way of learning this. Rav had said, "Even if it's more than two thousand amas, as long as it's no more than fifty amas wide, you're allowed to span it with the rope." So the Gemara says, "Come on, who's that like?" That's not like Tanakama or a kherm. So the Gemara says, "No, over there, when it's allowed to be no more than hundred amas deep. That's when the doesn't go down all the way to the bottom because the slope is so gradual. This actually hits the wall of the slope. Therefore, you have to measure the slope itself. Over here, where it's allowed to be more than two thousand amas deep, that's." Where it's so steep, the Chot doesn't hit the wall of the valley at all. It goes down all the way to the bottom of the valley. Therefore, we can count this whole valley as one, and we don't have to measure the walls leading into the valley. And now we've already given this measurement before, but here the Gemara speaks it out. When we say that the Chot doesn't reach down to the bottom, how far out is this Chot HaMeshkele being placed? The Gemara says, Armavimi dalid." This Chot HaMashkelis is being attached to a 4 arm long pole. V'chein Tani Raman Barak Haskel, this Chot HaMashkelis is being attached to a 4 arm long pole. And the Gemara continues to the Mishnah we had said, Higielahar, if he reaches a mountain or some sort of hill, Mavliyai, he just spans that entire area of and then they continue measuring the tomb of the city. Amorav, Rav, said, we only span it al bahar Mislaket yod, mitaych, daled. If the slope of this hill is steep enough that it's going to reach the height of 10 Tfachim within a distance of 4 Amas, then we're just going to absorb that entire thing with our 50 Amas rope. Mislaket, yod, mitaych, However, if the slope is so gradual, it's only going to reach a height of 10 Tfachim within 5 Amas, then we actually measure the gradient of the slope he teaches this whole thing um, Rav, Rav said, we only say that we're Mavliya, this entire mountain hill area if the slope is so gradual that it takes 5 amas to get to a height of 10 t'vachim but if it's a steeper slope that it takes us 4 amas to get to a height of 10 t'vachim then we could just estimate the entire width of this mountain or this hill and then we could start measuring from the other side of it we don't even have to be Mavliya with the rope and the Gemara continues explaining the Mishnah as long as he doesn't go Outside of the tchum, and we had said that this means that if when they're measuring, they come up to some sort of valley, and right where they're measuring, it's wider than fifty amas, so they start walking to one of the sides to find a place where it's narrower than fifty amas. They're allowed to do that as long as they don't walk outside of the tchum towards the left or the right. And the Gemara says, "My time, why are they not allowed to walk outside of the tchum? They're just walking outside of the tchum in order to measure the width of this valley, and then they're going to go back to the area where they were measuring before across that same line." So the Gemara says, "Amrav Kahana, Gzeir Hashemuyemur Midas Chumin." People who are watching the measure might actually think that the tchum extends all the way to that area where they're measuring, and people are going to mistakenly go there on Shabbos. Therefore, you're not allowed to even measure it from there, even though they're not going to be placing any trom markers over there. And we had said in the Mishnah, if we're not able to absorb it, we're not able to span it, then we're Makadir. And the Gemara says, Tan Rabban and how are we Makadir? So we say, in Keneged Leboy, the person lower down, he places it opposite his chest. Elyon, the person who's a little bit higher than him on the slope, Keneged Mark he places This is it by his feet, and therefore we're going to have a rope that's in a straight line. Amar says we know, we only use a rope that's four amas long, like we had said previously. And Amar we're not going to use this form of measurement not when we're measuring for an Eglarufa when a deceased person is found in between two cities and we have to measure the distance in between these two cities and the corpse, we're not going to use this way of measuring, and we're also not going to use this way of measuring for an ear miklet to see what the of an ear Miklat is, we change because these are measurements that are whereas Chom Shabbos, as we had previously answered in the Gemara when we discussed this, that's just a Therefore, we're not going to use this measurement when it comes to the eras. We're going to stop here for the day. Everyone should have a wonderful day.